Welcome to Cage Free Voices Radio, an innovative educational entertainment radio show where youth and young adults have the opportunity to reflect, connect, and transcend internal and external barriers. We are your hosts, Bathsheba Smithen, or you can call me Sheba, and Joanne Nelson Gerbier, or you could just simply call me Miss J. So we are excited. We have here with us um, a phenomenal young man. He is based in Virginia and is 14 years old. He's he his name is Malik Hawkins. He is a professional actor, mime, model, and order. Malik has 12.5 years of varied experience in stage, television, film, and print. Malik is known for his appearances on Up TV and TV One, as well as his co-starring roles in Troop. 491, The Adventures of the Muddy Lions, and The Wages of Sin. Some of Malik's other projects include working alongside Don Lewis in the domestic violence movie Cycle, the role of Darius in the movie Crossing Streets, working with former Baltimore Ravens running back Ray Rice for, for EA Sports, print work for Amerigroup, YMCA, and Dollar Tree, the starring role of young Vincent in the stage play Finding Chris by Father, the roles of Travis in A Raisin in the Sun, Fritz in The Nutcracker, Scrooge in A Christmas Carol, etc. And the list just continues. Malik's oratorical, oratorical gifts have um, afforded him the opportunity to open for Tamala Mann, Marvin Sapp, Shirley Caesar, Dietrich Haddon, and Don Lewis. How are you today, Malik? I'm great. How are you? I'm great, and I'm really privileged. You seem to be busier than I am. Um, <laughs> and he's 14. Right. So how did you – so tell, tell us a little bit about how you got started. Um, so the first thing I did was acting. And when I was 17 months, my parents submitted me to an agency, and I started off doing modeling and stuff like that. When I was 18 months, I got my first call for a TV show. And they saw me cry on cue, and they saw that I could do that. They thought they should stick with it. And I've been acting ever since. So you would cry on cue at seventeen months? That's incredible. <laughs> yes. So it's just it's just something that's innate. Would you say it's just a gift that you have? Yes, it's a gift. What What would you say is your area of brilliance? Um, my acting or my oratorical skills as well. So with your oratorical skills, because I know you do poetry and you also speak, you, you're a little bit, uh, well, not a little bit, but you're a lot like me and I'm, I'm not going to say my age, but, um, which one do you enjoy most? Do you enjoy speaking most or, um, uh, performing? Um, I think what I enjoy the most is when I'm filming like movies and things like that. Cause you, you build like real close bonds with the cast and all of that and just feels like a big family. Oh, so you really value family and connecting with other people. Yes. So so do you have um what are what are your what relationships would you say that you have um in terms of what you just talked about with connecting with people on set? Um, would you say that you have a number of relationships with people that are close or are they few and far between? It's a number of them. Like the director of Troop 191, the writer and director, um, my family and him are still very close. Whenever I'm in Richmond, we go and meet up with him. And then when I spoke 
there was a group called SLT, and they were there, and I've built bars with all the kids in that group. And now whenever we see each other, it's like family. Are you talking about, is SLT Speak Life Tour? Or is that something? Yes. Oh, so you're involved yes. in Speak Life Tour. We have another interviewee who um, is also a, um, acquainted with that organization. And so tell us a little bit about um, your area of brilliance and how you use your giftings to promote social change. Well, um, my, my pieces that I write about and that I speak, um, they're always positive And I try to use them to provoke people to make a change in the world. Could you give us an example of a piece that promotes social change? Are you talking about Black Lives Matter piece? So is this, so that's one of them, Black Lives Matter. Yes. And yes, what, I can do that one for you. What uh? Oh, and we're gonna get to it. So I I I know the um listeners are excited to hear you perform that piece, Black Lives Matter. And I got a chance to see your video online. Uh, what prompted you? to start even writing that piece and um, what was your first occasion or your first event where you performed it? Actually, um, I just started writing poetry this summer. I went to a camp at James Madison University for two weeks and we had three classes. One of them was writing and we did a lot of poetry writing and that's where I kind of fell in love with it. And um, about the second, it was a two week camp. At the beginning of the second week, we had a poetry competition and he said we could write about anything. So I decided to write about Black Lives Matter and I actually won the competition out of the whole camp. Wow. You <laughs> are very talented. E- exceptional. You are exceptional is the word, Joanne. I thought he was going to say Thank that you. he's been writing poetry for a long for time. For a long time. He said this summer. summer. And you're 14 years old. How does um, your how do your oratorical skills um, connect with, or how would you describe your your self image in terms of your giftings? Well, I always try to pr- promote myself positively, just like my work. And um, I say Black Lives Matter. You know, I'm a black kid, obviously, so you know I feel like my life matters. So I want to promote that yes. that statement. <laughs> You are so brilliant at 14. I don't think I was doing any kind of um, radio interviews at that age. I was thinking about <laughs> probably potato chips and um, pre- <laughs> uh, algebra, and that was probably it. First year of high school for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Joining then, the yeah. cheerleading squad. <laughs> yeah, that was that was geometry, not <laughs> algebra. So first, that was first year of high school, right? So you're in the ninth grade? No, I'm in the 10th grade. I oh, actually 10th skipped grade. the grade. I'm supposed to be a freshman. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so you advanced. That's right. Go ahead. Yes. What, um, so are you taking any advanced classes and how is it for you in that you are advanced? Do you see any differences in um, how you socialize with people who are older than you? Is it the same? How does that pan out? Actually, I am taking advanced classes. I'm in all honors classes. I'm taking an AP history class right now, which is a college class. And it's not any it's not any harder just because I'm younger to socialize with people. Most of my friends are two or three years older than me, and they they feel like I'm their age, so it's not much of a difference. And I'm not surprised because from the moment you introduced yourself in the beginning, I s- heard a sense of maturity in your voice. Good for you. Thank you. 
So to get to the crux, um, to get to the crux of this conversation, I want to get down to talking about what's happening in society. Um, we've talked a little bit about you practicing your art, and we're going to get a chance to hear you share that Black Lives Matter piece. But um, how would you say you've come to embrace who you are, and um, what has been your experience as an African-American male growing up during the Black Lives Matter movement? Well, gratefully, I haven't had to experience anything like with cops or anything like that, them harassing me or anything like that. But when I see it on TV, it makes me realize that I should be grateful that it doesn't have to happen, happen to me. And I want to learn from the mistakes that others make where they're talking back, they're trying to run away and just see what they do and do the right thing if I ever get faced with that situation. And what would you say is the right thing? Um, just let them talk and respond, but respond respectfully. Stay on your ground, but don't go overboard with it. And, and so I, and I'm going to continue to ask you questions because I want other young people to hear your perspective. What could you define or elaborate more on what it means to stand your ground and not go too far? I mean, obviously, I mean, if they hit you, you can't just keep backing up. But at the same time, you don't want to hit back. You know, be strong, be confident in who you are. So it sounds like you're going along the lines of kind of like a Dr. Martin Luther King, um, kind of like nonviolence. Am I on the right track? Yes. Yes. How does how does everything, even if you haven't been impacted um it, it hasn't shown up at your your doorstep. How does it impact you just watching it constantly on the news or seeing it? Um, because I didn't I didn't see all of this um, growing up or at the age of fourteen, and it's all over the right. place. It's on social media. I mean, you guys can't escape it. And so, how does this impact the way you see yourself or the way others treat you? You know, it hurts to see it because the people are people that are just like me. In a few years, I'll be the same age as them, be facing the same situations that they are. I remember one time, it's, it's actually mentioned in my poem, July 5th and 6th, back to back, two black people were killed by cops for no reason. And that really affected me. Mm. How did how did that make you f feel? If you can put it in like words. Fair. You felt like it wasn't, wasn't fair. fair. And then they, got a, they got away with it. So did you get a chance to express any of your um, discontent with anyone or in school? Did you guys have any kind of forum? Um, unfortunately, no, we didn't have anything like that at my school. If if there was a way for you to be able to talk about it other than being on a radio show or um, if you were to speak with adults, right, what would you task them with? What What is it that adults need to do to give you that platform to talk about how you're feeling? Um, can you ask the question again, please? Okay. So if adults could do anything, if they could do anything to, to give young people a chance to get out some of their emotions about what's going on, what is it that you think they should do? Um, they could just have any type of event and just have young people that speak or anything like that. Or even if they don't speak, you know, have a panel or anything like that. And they can come out and speak. When I spoke, I spoke in Virginia Beach two months ago mm -hmm. and we had a panel. It was me, a few other teenagers and a few adults and a few cops. And we we're all on the panel together. And we had the kids tell us ideas. We shared our ideas. And that's how, that's how change is made. So I'm... I 
you are like, I love your responses. And I think that's an incredible idea. I think that should happen. It may be some people are doing those things, but I think we need to do them more. Right. I agree. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and so I want to go right into your black lives matter piece. Um, I want to hear that. So, and I think the listeners want to hear your perspective as well. So can you go ahead and, um, give some power to the people? All right. Black lives matter. But all around us, we see black lives chatter. We've all heard the black lives chatter, but now we're swinging back. Black lives are the baddest. Cops use us to get to the top like it's a black lives ladder. We can back down and we can stand up and not choose the latchet. Black lives matter. That's what we say. I hope it'll be true one day. Someone's killed on Sunday, another on Monday. As if it's a game, it's a stage for gunplay. Black lives matter. Cops stop and frisk. It seems like the cops have a hit list. Not a list book. Apparently, it's okay to get choked as long as the cops do it. Walk outside, hear the rhythm of the bullets like it's gunshot music. Always value your life because you never know when you'll lose it. Black Lives Matter is a shame that has gone so far. Now we feel insecure when we see a police car. Cops shoot us and become a police star. Maybe that's what it is. They do it for the fame. They kill one of us and everyone knows their name. Like I said earlier, it's like it's a game. There's something wrong with this picture. It doesn't fit in the frame. Black Lives Matter was surrounded by hate. July 5th and 6th, yes, we'll remember those dates. We don't have any time to wait. We can step up now and make a change. Wow. Snaps. Love I mean, that, that that penetrated my soul. What do, you, what do you think, Joanne? Every word. I mean, especially to hear it coming from somebody who is so young, to hear it from the perspective of young people. Um, and I And I think that oftentimes we don't give you guys enough of a platform to talk about how you feel. And sometimes adults, we just think that we have all the answers and you guys are full of a lot of incredible ideas. Um, and because of all that has led up to, um, we talked about the Black Lives Matter movement, but there's more more going on, and we definitely need young people to kind of to to lead this this revolution. I I, I don't have another term for it, but that's what's happening. There's a paradigm shift, yeah. right? Uh, and, and most yeah. of the cha- a lot of the changes that happened in this country started with young people. Um, so now that we've talked about Black Lives Matter, we're up to to present day and, and the election of Donald Trump as president, um, how would you say the political climate in America has personally impacted you? Have you seen any changes in your peers in school um, because of the election? Yes, I have. Um, this is going to sound kind of weird, but I feel like it's a good thing because people don't make changes that are uncomfortable. So now with him being our new president, people are going to start changing things because they're not going to be comfortable with him being the leader. Wow. Yes. It's so true. It's like the young people or pretty much anybody, I think more people is going to live a life of purpose because you're going to be pushed in a corner to make a change or, you know, be the change agent. Right, right. So, um, Malik, we are so excited that you stopped by here and gave us a little bit of your time. Um, My last question for you is, how do you um, use your voice to um, help others escape their cage? How are you cage-free? Um, well, I think I'm cage-free because I know who God has made me to be. 
And so I know I'm free in him. And so I can't let anyone put me in a cage just because I'm black, just because I'm short, just because I'm 14 years old. You know, I, I've used my gifts to the best of my ability to grow like that. If you saw us in the studio right now, we are like fist pumping <laughs> and going off. <laughs> and they say a child shall lead them. Yes, out of the mouths of babes come perfected praise. And I so, hope we meet you in person one day. Yes, because um, some of us need to hear, a lot of us need to hear from you. And the fact that you're walking in your purpose and you're 14 years old speaks volumes to some of us who are maybe in our 30s, 40s, 50s, afraid to step out on faith and do what it is that we were designed to do. Um, so how can people get in contact with you, Malik? Um, you can look at my Facebook page. It's Malik Hawkins, M-A-L-I-Q-U-E Hawkins, H-A-W-K-I-N-S. My YouTube page is all of my work at Malik Hawkins, same spelling. My Instagram page is at Malik Hawkins. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And we like thank to- you. We'd like to thank the listeners for joining us for this amazing episode um, about self-image and identity with Malik Hawkins, who is 14 years old, and he is phenomenal. We'd like to thank Impact Hub for sponsoring the show, and we'd also like to thank Matthew Ashton, who so graciously engineers for us. The break music or the introductory music was provided by your girl, Bathsheba, or you can call me Sheba. And we want to thank our sponsor, um, Impact Hub, for allowing us to have this space to do this for you guys. So remember to see yourself, even if the world is blind, reflect, connect, and transcend every barrier that will try to cage your voice. Be cage-free.